Hello and welcome back everyone to the weekly MMA Cycles Market Update. This is Gianni DiPoci, your host, and I'm joined this week by a very special guest, one of our very own analysts and graduate of the Merriman Market Timing Academy, Matthew Kaiser from France. Matthew, how are you doing? Hello, Gianni. I'm fine. And you? Good, good. Thank you for joining me today. We have a lot to talk about. Uh, Matthew's nickname is Dr. Copper. Um, you know, we kind of took that from the overall uh, market nickname that we assigned to that uh, commodity. But Matthew is going to be featured in our mid-year MMA webinar on the 16th of June, uh, uh, excuse me, 16th of July. And so we wanted to get him in here uh, this week. He's been on the show before, but we wanted to have him back to uh, kind of warm up um, viewers to uh, his style of market analysis. So uh, without further ado, Matthew, let's go ahead and look at some charts and see uh, what happened in the market this past week. Uh, obviously, the main signature that we had uh, coming into the week, it was a holiday in the United States for Independence Day on July 4th. Markets were closed, so only four trading uh, days this week. But we had uh, Venus Square Uranus at the beginning of the week. And normally that's a breakout signature, but it didn't really happen this time around. So, Matthew, what's your take on what's going on in the Dow Jones here? You know, we're down uh, well off the highs of the week. Well, yes, it was either a breakout or a breakdown. And maybe we we may have seen the top uh, in the U.S. stock indices, you know, that we are expecting, uh, well, an important bottom uh, at the end of July. Uh, and the question was, will it be after a, a sharp decline or soft decline? And I'm a bit concerned that it will be a, a sharp de decline. And that ties in with the fact that, uh, you know, there is a lot of uncertainty in the market uh, with investors now about the future uh, Fed policy, yeah. uh, recession concerns. And my concern is that actually fears are setting in about recessions and about the fact that maybe the Fed has taken uh, tightening uh, too much too long. Well, you know, it's interesting you, you raised that point about the Fed tightening, you know, because we have Venus retrograde coming up. Uh, later this month begins on uh, July 22nd. Um, and a lot of times we see shifts in monetary policy from central bankers around that time. You know, they've they've gone a couple meetings without raising rates. But, you know, Matthew, this past week we had a couple of really strong jobs reports in the United States. Uh, the ADP payroll came in above estimates. The non-farm payroll on uh, Friday was a little bit below estimates. But overall, the job market in the United States is very, very strong. So, um, I, I think the Fed might even continue raising rates, continue to raise rates here. And, uh, you know, it sounds like that, that could lead to increased volatility uh, in the market going forward. I do want to take a look at the NASDAQ real quick, too, uh, Matthew, because, you know, we had I mentioned the Venus square Uranus and Uranus rules tech. So what's your take on uh, the tech trade and what's going on in the NASDAQ? Because it does look uh, quite quite a bit more bullish in the Dow right now. Yes, exactly. Well, it was a bit expected because uh, as soon as uh, Saturn left uh, Aquarius, which is related to tech, we saw Nasdaq take off, and that was what we were expecting, actually. Now it's in Pisces, which is not so good for oil, but as for tech uh, stocks, it's, it's very good. And But the thing is that, once again, we are expecting a, a low in this uh, market, too. And uh, it has been also lifted by a few, a few, a few stocks, actually. Uh, it has been quite a narrow rally, we could say, uh, 
propelled by uh, artificial intelligence, for example. And what is interesting in Ghana is that we had uh, Pluto in Aquarius. Now it has uh, gone back to Capricorn, and yeah. we we see we have seen uh, the Nasdaq, you know, uh, trade uh, range trading uh, since then. And uh, now we may be past the top uh, in this cycle. But you well, think? you know, it's interesting how uh, when we compare it to the futures, you know, this past week we had the S&P um, September contract make a new cycle high, but not the NASDAQ uh, September contract nor the Dow Jones. So we do have a case of intermarket bearish divergence here, uh, and that's something you usually see at a per important market turning point. So uh, you brought up crude oil. Let's let's pivot to that because, you know, you mentioned Saturn. Uh, in Pisces and a really nice strong finish to the week here and one of our rules uh, over here at MMA is that we look for intermediate term cycle lows to unfold uh, in sectors uh, ruled by the sign that Saturn is transiting so uh, so far so good on this uh, rule as you know we're looking at USO which is the crude oil fund the spot price of crude oil made a new low in May but still satisfying uh, that orb for an intermediate term low in the energy market. So Matthew, what's your take uh, on the energy market and uh, how that might be uh, impacted by the geocosmics? Well, I must say that I'm a bit confused on oil because- Yes, this is a feature of Neptune retrograde, of course, but yeah. <laughs> um, Actually, I thought that the, the three-year uh, bottom was in March, and we had this this low, which was lower in May. Yeah. So either either I was right, and now we are in a bearish intermediate term cycle, and it is it is quite concerning for oil, or I was wrong, and the the three-year bottom was in May, and so we are expecting a very bullish trend bullish trend now. Uh, the thing is that what is uh, a bit concerning is that the, this low we had in March was uh, when Saturn ingressed in Pisces, exactly. Yeah. yeah. And so, you know, it backs up this idea, but uh, I don't know. And you're right, uh, we are finishing the, the way very strong on oil, or quite strong. Um, anyway, we, I, I think we, we may see a short-term bottom uh, in the next weeks. Uh, but. I, I would be a bit confused about setting some targets on it. Yeah. But you're okay. the expert on oil. What, do you, what are you thinking? Well, I mean, I'm, you know, you, you, you hit the nail on the head is, is if we're in a new intermediate term cycle, um, then I, I would expect crude oil to be bullish into the second half of the year. Um, you know, it's, it's crazy to think we're already in the second half of 2023 already. Um, but if that intermediate term low in May um, holds and I'll, I'll actually pull up a price of spot um, price of crude oil uh, just for for more clarity. Um, this this isolated low occurred uh, in the overnight session, so it wasn't reflected in the previous chart. But um, yeah, I think if if this was the intermediate term low, um, you know, not long uh, after Saturn ingressed into Pisces, which was back in uh, March, then crude oil should see a nice rally into year end, and that's going to uh, put uh, additional pressure on the central banks. Uh, around the world when it comes to inflation, if we see uh, energy start to rally again. Uh, Matthew, let's actually take a look at Bitcoin um, because, you know, nice, you know, it's been a pretty volatile week, but a, you know, nice rally here on Friday. Um, you know, we had Venus coming into uh, the square with Uranus at the beginning of this week. We had some high expectations for a potential breakout. We have to be a little bit cautious here 
some intermarket bearish divergence with uh, Ethereum as well. But I really like what's going on in, in Bitcoin. And I'm also going to pull up some mining stocks, crypto mining stocks. So, uh, Matthew, what's your take on uh, what's going on in, in the cryptocurrency market right now? Well, I think medium term, the, the trend is uh, is bullish. Uh, we have this uh, Uranus Centaurus signature, which is uh, very positive for, for crypto and uh, yeah. finance in general, but financial innovation uh, especially. Um, so yes, yes, I think I think it's, it's interesting what's happening now. The thing uh, which concerns me a bit is that um, if we if we look at oscillators, we see that uh, the markets uh, the market has been a bit overbought uh, yeah. this week. So maybe we we will see some um, consolidation uh, next week. Well, you know, so I said I'm, I was going to look at the miners, and I'm, I'm going to hold myself to that. You know. You have these cryptocurrency miners in the United States, Riot Blockchain. Um, you know, we did see a breakout with this, uh, you know, per Venus Square uh, Uranus this past week. You have uh, Marathon Digital Holdings as well, breaking out to new multi-month highs. You have MicroStrategy, you know, all very important stocks in the cryptocurrency sector rallying to new multi-month highs. This is bullish price action. And what we normally want to see uh, under a signature like Venus Square uh, Uranus, which we had on July 2nd. Now, looking into the week ahead, not that much geocosmic activity, only uh, Mars going into Virgo on the 10th of July and Venus ingressing into the sign of Leo on the 11th. Um, but Matthew, I do want to bring up copper because like I said at the beginning, you are known as Dr. Copper uh, within the MMA organization. And uh, without you know sharing too much of your secrets, uh, what's your take on uh, copper, any geocosmics uh, that you're looking at? Uh, obviously, you're going to give us an in-depth rundown uh, on this uh, asset class come the mid-year webinar on the 16th. Well, my take is very bullish on uh, on copper now. I think we've passed um, a very important uh, bottom in uh, at the end of June, uh, at the end of May, sorry. Yeah. Um, and it is inter interesting because it respected uh, an uptrend, uh, upward trend line uh, which has formed since the four-year cycle uh, in uh, 2020. And so uh, the, the trend, the long-term trend is bullish. Fundamentals yeah. are backing this up also. Uh, but I'm, I'm expecting um, an important flow next year. Uh, in the meantime, I'm expecting a, a significant rally uh, in copper. And uh, I think that, you know, macro trends are supportive for, for this metal. Very good. Sticking with the theme of metals, let's take a look at gold miners here. Um, gold also a nice finish to the week here. Uh, well, actually, let's look at a price of the spot um, gold because, you know, we were talking about this in our weekly and daily reports for quite some time. We had a downside objective in the 1900-1910 area, and uh, we satisfied that downside target. It looks like we just had a Lendall wiggle uh, unfold here. Um, yesterday, because today on Friday, we're getting a nice rally. So gold looking like it's in the early stages of a new cycle, which is pretty bullish, um, I think. So what uh, what are you seeing in the precious metal market, Matthew? Obviously, we just had Neptune go retrograde last week as well. Yes, uh, I totally agree with you. I think that uh, the, the, this juncture is uh, bullish for, for precious metals. This is the same for um, silver, by the way. 
Uh, and I think it goes uh, together with the fact that we have uh, also an important bottom in, um, in the US Treasury. Uh, and as you know, um, these markets are linked, are related. And if we see some softening of uh, in the US Treasury market, then it will be very bullish for precious metals. Indeed, we're looking at TLT here now, which is a long term, uh, the long term uh, Treasury bond ETF. And, um, you know, we usually cover the T notes, which is the 10 year Treasury note in the weekly and daily reports and our downside price objectives were satisfied uh, this past week. And uh, it did so, you know, kind of in the outer uh, orb of the critical reversal date. So interesting price action here in the bond markets, but obviously interest rates still uh, ticking upward right now. We'll have to see if uh, Venus retrograde later this month uh, changes any of the expectations by market participants. So um, let's see, the last uh, market that I wanted to look at with you, Matthew, is the U.S. dollar. So obviously you're over in France um, looking at UUP, the uh, U.S. dollar ETF now, because we don't have um, the closing price for the uh, the euro. But um, is it, are we going to get a nice rally in the euro for the, the summer tour season? So all the uh, Americans <laughs> coming overseas are going to have to pay more when they when they visit. Uh, yes, concern for your own uh, holiday, Jenny. That's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, yeah. Yes, I think that in the very short term, we're in for, for some rally in the dollar, yes. Uh, but uh, longer term, I'm not so optimistic for the euro. Uh, I have for fundamental and uh, cyclical reasons. I think that uh, in, in, we, you know, we. Uh, we had a 16-year bottom uh, in the 2017. Uh, we had uh, an intermediate term or slower uh, five-year uh, bottom in uh, 2022, uh, and it was lower. And so it means that uh, the 16-year cycle is, uh, is, is bearish, yeah. which means that uh, on the longer term, it's not very good for the euro. It's not good looking. But for your holiday, I'm a bit concerned, Johnny. It will be more expensive than you thought. <laughs> yeah, I know. It, it always happens that whenever we go back in the summer, you know, the, the euro rallies. Um, so, you know, this this low that we formed um, in the euro here this past week looks to have coincided with uh, the Venus uh, Uranus square signature. So, you know, you don't always necessarily get breakouts or breakdowns um, when Uranus is involved. And we know that sometimes you get false moves. Um, but given that Venus rules currencies, uh, this looks to have been an important low uh, in the euro. It's, a, it's another higher low with respect to the trend. And, you know, we had a primary cycle low uh, unfold in the euro back here uh, on May 31st. And that came in as a higher low. So uh, to kind of summarize, uh, making sure I understood you correctly, Matthew, is that mm -hmm. the long term trend in the euro is bearish, but short term. Uh, we do have an uptrend and we could see a, a continued rally uh, into the next couple months at the least. Yes, yes, exactly. That's what yeah. I meant, yes. Well, we'll see if uh, Venus retrograde throws a wrench into that. Obviously, Venus is going to be retrograde until uh, the beginning of September. Um, so we're kind of looking for an important high to form in the euro between the end of July and the beginning of September, I, I would, I would exactly. surmise. Well, so. Yes, well, what I think is that actually this Venus retrograde could coincide with the fact that the Fed could be forced into, you know, uh, being into being softer uh, on this oh, really? wow, okay. speech uh, and maybe in its actions. And so if it's the case, it, it means that we, by the time that we have this Venus retrograde and the, the Fed meeting, we will have 
data or, or market action which would be uh, a bit nasty. Um, yeah. But well, we'll see. But uh, I think yes, what you just said about the euro dollar is, uh, I think, is a good timing. Yes. Okay, fantastic. Well, that's all the time that we had for today, Matthew. Thank you so much for joining me. Uh, you can find Matthew's work and all of our work at www.mmacycles.com. Like I said at the beginning, Matthew's going to be joining us um, on our mid-year webinar on the 16th of July. Uh, this upcoming week on the uh, 10th and 11th, we will have the monthly publications of the monthly cycles report, which is MMA's flagship fund, uh, been in publication for about 42 years, if I remember correctly. And uh, Matthew is a featured analyst in that publication as well. So, uh, Matthew, any final words? Well, no, thank you for having me, and uh, I wish you a very good holiday in Europe. <laughs> okay. Fantastic. Sounds good. And uh, we'll see you on the 16th. Take care. Yeah, fine. Okay, ciao. Bye. -bye.